Phil Moss joins us to talk the world of football. Mossy, good morning. Argentina 2, Australia nil during the week, and that man Messi scores after 90 seconds, put us right on the back foot. Good morning, Mossy. Yeah, good morning, Ray. Uh, dare I say he made a mess of our first uh, <laughs> 10 minutes, didn't he? Because yeah. it threw the game plan well out the window for the first sort of 15, 20 minutes. It was a moment of magic. It's uh, a hallmark of his career. Um, goals like that and uh, you know we coughed the ball up Leckie uh, caught in possession and two passes later it's in the back of our net um, with a goal that even as a Socceroo fan you can't help but stand back and applaud it's um, time stands still for a, for a player like that even at his age of 35 and um, the MLS are in for a real treat because he's uh, he's still playing at the peak of his powers and the thing that amazes me more than anything if you watch him so forget about the ball for a moment. Just watch him and what he does mm. away from the play. He can be looking into the stands, looking at the supporters, and, and then all of a sudden he just explodes into life and produces something like that. But um, overall, it was a, a fantastic game, given it was a friendly. Um, you know, the result aside for the Socceroos, there's so many positives that we can go into and, and, and talk about over the next couple of minutes. But uh, Graham Arnold can be very, very pleased that things are on track to evolve that squad into what will be a better team at the next World Cup than it was in Qatar, and that excites me. I know Dino wants to ask about those positives. Just interjecting quickly, Cameron Smith did sink that putt on the fourth, got it back to four under, remains six off the lead. Ricky Fowler yet to tee off, Dino. Yeah, what were the positives in your eyes, Mossy? Oh, so many, Bulldog. Um, you know, first of all, to, to respond to that um, disastrous opening few minutes. Um, you know, Argentina got a lot of confidence out of that, of course. They're the world champions. They're playing like world champions. They know they're the, they're the hunted. Um, but I just thought the way we sort of clawed our way back into the game around the 15, 20-minute mark and the energy was top-notch. The way we pressed them, it was uh, it was calculated. It was coordinated. It was high-octane getting in their face. Um, and then I thought we did some... Really good stuff in transition to attack um, once we won the ball and, and could have had a couple more chances on goal. That was the probably the negative, was our cutting edge, lack of cutting edge in front of goal. On the night, we had five shots, uh, only one on target from Mitch Duke. So we need to improve that. But the likes of Geordie Boss, uh, Aidan O'Neill, um, they both really announced themselves on, on that stage. And um, some of the players that came off the bench as well, the likes of... Um, Connor Metcalf, uh, young Alex Robertson, um, Borello and, and uh, Ryan Strain. I thought they all showed that they belong at that level. So uh, in the starting lineup and off the bench, I think um, it showed that we're really building some uh, some depth. Uh, and Mossy, what's the latest with the Matildas? We're basically pretty much a month out until the Matildas start their World Cup campaign with that opening round game against Ireland. They've got a couple of friendlies coming up. Yeah, they're uh, they're going, they're in camp now in in Queensland, so yep. the the, uh, the preparations are, are reaching their really sharp pointy end. Um, we've got a game against France in Melbourne as the farewell game on July 14, um, and then of course the World Cup starts. So uh, Tony Gustafsson getting his players and staff together now, and um, it's, the excitement is building. This this tournament raised for mm-hmm. for those who don't. Uh, you know, haven't been to a World Cup or experienced it or, or followed it closely on TV, it's it's going to knock our socks off. It's a wow. massive, massive yeah. deal. And um, the Women's World Cup, you know, probably first made international headlines and, and really, you know, reached the heights of a, of a proper international tournament. It was in the USA 
um, back in the early 2000s, but uh, we're going to experience something else uh, in July. It's going to be brilliant. It's massive. Yeah. Now, Mossy Ange will debut as Spurs manager in Perth, of all places, against West Ham. Who does he play first up in the Premier League? Mm. Well, that's right, Bulldog. Uh, looking forward to having him back on home shores and a uh, perfect way to kick off um, his tenure as Spurs manager. And then they've got um, Brentford away in their first Premier League game, August 13. And then, would you believe it, Manchester United will be his first home game in charge of Spurs the following week. So uh, wow. an absolutely incredible uh, start. And then he's got Arsenal away, uh, match day six, Liverpool on match day seven. So, and, and then if you look at wow. the back end of his season, <laughs> out of the last six games of the season, Newcastle, Manchester City, Arsenal and Liverpool. Gee. So uh, it's, uh, it, there's never a dull moment in the Premier League. Welcome mm. to uh, Ench Poster Coglu watch on Big Sports Brecky weekend here. Well, will you make many changes to that squad, do you think, Mossy? Yeah, I think you will, Ray. Mm. I, I believe nine have already departed. Um, and, you know, he's he's obviously still working through the Harry Kane situation. There was headlines that he's chasing Harry Maguire from uh, Manchester United. But the one thing, and, and also a goalkeeper, um, he is looking at Brentford's, funnily okay. enough, uh, goalkeeper David Raya, because the way he plays, he needs a goalkeeper that he's very, very confident playing out from the back with his feet because uh, he likes a sweeper keeper. So uh, he will definitely put his uh, stamp on this squad very quickly. Mossy, this might be a simplistic question or even a silly question. What do you think in terms of position finish would be a pass mark for Ange Postogoglu in season one? That's a really good question. Um, I've never had a silly question from you, Bulldogs. So, oh, there's plenty. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, look, I, I think I think he's got to go top four. Um, okay, I really, really do. I know, yeah. Well, they were eighth. Um, you know, they finished eighth and it was a very disappointing season and, um, you know, they brought him in to fix things. They've given him a long-term project, four-year deal. Um, but they're a big six club. Um, so any anything outside the six is definitely a failure. There's no doubt about that because they're one of the big six. But I, I really think, you know, European football is um, is what the club will be thinking and, and no doubt Ange as well because, you know, we know he's a winner. So I would be saying top four. Wow, yeah, fair enough. Hey, Mossy, so much to look forward to with that EPL draw out, but in particular the World Cup starting with that Matildas game against Ireland on July 20, I think I was just calling it up again here, Mossy. July 8, yeah, July 20, it's a Thursday night, yep. so about a month out, and it's going to be massive for football and indeed for Australian sport. Mossy, you'll be right across that for the Big Sports Breakfast weekend, right through that tournament. Thanks for joining us as always on a Sunday, and we'll talk next week. Pleasure. Have a great day, guys.